Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and we have a special guest today with us, Logan. Logan is doing some zines with SideQuest. Logan, welcome. Thanks for having me on. It's an honor, and I'd love to know more about the zine. It's called Sad Zines, and now that's S period A period D zines, correct? That's right. Yeah, it's small and delightful zines. Uh, yes, I'm doing uh, volume one for SideQuest side quest 2021. So that's pretty exciting. The first ever um, SideQuest event. That is exciting. We've been we've been doing a few things here for SideQuest. I'd like to I'd like you to tell our listeners about the zine that you're working on. For sure, yeah. So um, Sad Zines Volume 1 is a collection of four tiny zines uh, that are lyric games that connect you to yourself and the place around you. Uh, and there are four uh, editions within Volume 1. Uh, they have Flower Edition, Cloud Edition, Chippy Edition, and Star Edition. And so each of them have that, that different theme, and it's a, sort of a different lens or a different way of connecting to yourself and, and people in your life uh, and the place around you. You say they're lyric games. We do a lot of just like D&D style role-playing games. Can you tell us how the lyric game differs from what we'd be used to? For sure. So um, the term was coined by John Harness on, on Twitter, uh, I think in 2019. So it's a pretty new term though. Lyric games have existed before then. And there's not really one solid definition, but lyric games very often, they, they push the boundaries of what uh, has typically been considered a game, typically being considered a tabletop game. And the way that that shows up for me in my games, a lot of the time is often by asking the player to play as themselves rather than as a character. Um, and a lot of them, a lot of lyric games tend to explore quite deep themes like personal reflection and yeah, going through your own life and relationships and kind of using a game to reflect or explore personal experiences. Could you, could you perhaps give the listeners a little example so they could get a, get a little better grasp of what it is they'd be doing? Uh, in lyric games generally or in the sad things? Yeah. Well, well, preferably in sad, in the sad scenes, but in lyric games in general. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So using the sad scenes as, a, as an example of yeah. lyric games. Um, yeah. You just take this, this little zine and it gives you instructions uh, then and there to go and do something. So the flower edition uh, asks you to go outside and find a flower um, and you kind of, yeah, you kind of have a conversation with the flower uh, and use things around it to kind of tell this little story about this flower being. Um, so I consider that a lyric game because you are using things in real life and playing as yourself. And yeah, the same with Cloud and Chippy Edition. Like Chippy Edition, the game starts once you, you know, you open a bag or a pack of chips or you go down to the fish and chip shop and you pull out a chip. Um, so they're very tied to, yeah, you in the real life and the things that you're doing like. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The Chippy Edition will probably be the first one that I do. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I like to eat a little too much sometimes. Awesome. So, well, yeah, perfect. You've got the right edition for you. <laughs> now, are you doing, you're doing the whole thing. You're doing the layout. The Are you publishing, like printing, putting it? Excuse me, I got tongue tied there. Are you printing them out yourself and all of that? Or are you looking to, are you getting some help externally for any of that or? 
Uh, all me on this one because it is quite a small project. Each, each zine is one of those uh, little eight-page ones that you can create out of one A4 sheet of paper. So, yeah, I did all the, the writing and they're very small and simple. So I, I was able to do the, the layout. Um, and then, yeah, there's a, a printer in Australia, just in Brisbane, which is the couple states up. But, um, yeah, local, so that's nice and handy. And from then, yeah, they're going to print them out. I'll do the folding and then send them out to people. So just a, a one, one-man show. That's, that's good. That's great. I liked it. I like that. That makes me – I get excited about ones where someone has worked on the whole thing from beginning to end sometimes just because a lot of people tend to, like, look for someone else to help with certain areas, which is, which makes a cool end product, but there's something about zines. I, I, for me, a zine kind of like, there's some meaning to what a zine is. And usually it's not as professionally done as some of the things that I've been seeing pop up with a whole entire like design crew behind it and everything. So yeah, I appreciate that. I do like the design that that I do see though. It, it, It has, it has a good little, it has a good look, very unique and definitely different than what I'm used to seeing. Have you done other games and other zines previous to this? Or I've I've made a number of uh, tabletop games, some lyric games, and some you know your more mainstream kind of role playing games, uh, all on on my itch, which is um, breathingstories.itch.io. Um, my m- most recent release prior to the sad zines is actually um, it's kind of a, a mix between typical and and lyric games, but I consider it a lyric game primarily. Um, it's called. Logan, an autobiographical tabletop game. So it's a it's a tabletop game that is also my autobiography, which I also I just finished crowdfunding. I didn't give myself much of a break between that and sad scenes, but I was excited for side quests. I was like, yes, just gonna do it. It's great. Now, once again, just so everybody out there knows and heard that, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna repeat what you said. <laughs> that it is. It is breathing stories, like you're breathing in and out. Um, yes. And that's breathingstories.itch.io. If you're not familiar with itch.io, uh, I think it's getting a little more popular lately for people putting out games. So you can go to breathing stories there. And I'm right here on the page right now, checking it out. And there it is. You can find the autobiographical Logan, an autobiographical tabletop game. And that's $15 right there on the site. If you're in the US, I'm not sure if that changes per place. And then you have quite a few others on here as well, it seems. So just browsing through those. How long have you been playing various tabletop games and what got you into them and what got you into to creating them? Mm, um, I think I, I only learned about um, tabletop games in my um, adult life. I'd never heard about them as a, as a kid or a teenager. So it was very exciting. I think I've um, been playing for five six years tops five or six years um and I got into it um I was on tumblr back in the day and saw a um photo set of an of an actual play and you know there were people sitting around the table talking and there were people in the <laughs> comments being like oh my goodness this moment was incredible blah blah I'm like people are just sitting around a table what are you talking about <laughs> I, I I guess I have to look this thing up um and I I did I went and watched the first episode of that show and was immediately hooked I was like whoa this is incredible. Like people are creating a story together and they could do whatever they want. And I was just totally blown away. Uh, in high school, I had, I had um, figured I might be a writer, you know, novelist kind of thing that, you know, a dream yes. that I had at once had, but it felt like something was missing. It didn't quite, yeah, it didn't quite hit all of the spots, but I didn't know what was missing until, yeah, I found tabletop games. And it was that idea of co-creation 
of creating a story with other people that on your own you could never imagine and that's yeah once I started playing I was like whoa this is incredible and then I started running uh, I started with D&D uh, fifth edition uh, played a campaign for about four and a half years which was amazing and then I also concurrently ran a campaign for about three years um, and then I think I started designing in, in 2019 it's only a couple of years ago yeah I think that's when I started creating my first games you know the first one's always you know it's your first piece of uh you know it's not always the greatest you come back yeah. to it and go oh could have done this and that but every every game that. since is you know yeah there's all steps on to creating more and more games and as I've gone on and um discovered what I actually like to create because when I started I had a project that I've, I've since put on a shelf but I, I didn't realize at the time that I was quite influenced by Dungeons and Dragons and think, oh, well, if D&D has this, then all games must have this. Um, but finding Itch, um, itch.io, which is an amazing platform, with just so many indie games um, and playing different games more broadly. Yeah, made me realize that, you know, not every game has to be everything or be every genre. You can really focus down on very particular experiences or stories that you want to create and yeah sad scenes is a good example of that it's a very very specific experience in each scene well one of the things that i really love about what's been going on in the zine scene lately is that i'm being i've been playing these games for a long time and i'm seeing the most innovative like creative new things coming out of zines and it's just i'm excited about what's been happening so that's cool to see something completely different i'm I'm also going to say, I'm going to piggyback onto something you said about seeing those people playing. I really like mm. that. One of the things I love about gaming the most is the fact that a lot of times entertainment for us is we pay money to watch something someone else has created, some company has produced, and we're just kind of consuming it. Whereas when we're gaming, we're creating our entertainment together, looking at each mm. other and, and spending that time with other people in our community, friends and family. And that's as who I am, the things I believe, I feel that's a wonderful form of entertainment. So I really like that. That's something that kind of got you into gaming. I think that's really cool. So, yeah, for sure that, yeah. Spending time with people um, and you get to really know a person in a different kind of way by the, the ways that they show up and add to a story you know what things are important to them what themes do they want to bring forth in any in any game or story that you're telling so yeah it's, great. Oh, yeah. it's a great way to connect with people yeah definitely you get to know the people you're playing with really well i know that a lot of the people i play in my game groups with the longer we play the better we know each other mm. and and just as like i'm big on the community concept and, and people like you know being able to create things themselves and enjoy and interact with their community and those around them and so often we're just uh i'm trying to think of another word for it but <laughs> the only word that keeps on popping in my head is alienation is such a big part of our life that when okay. you're when you're getting into games you're kind of breaking from that you're kind of like okay we're no longer going to be that alienated person in the assembly line doing your day-to-day -day routine it's time to actually just kind of be human together and enjoy that they at this moment together i really like mm. this because it kind of connects what you're doing here seems to connect you with the external world as well instead of just you know on the boob tube as no and the television <laughs> as they say so i appreciate that that's a really cool idea and concept so yeah cheers 
Well, that's about all we have time for today. We're hitting the we're hitting about 12 minutes. I just before I leave, I want to give you a moment. Could you tell our listeners where they can find you at online? Now, this is a part of SideQuest and that SideQuest is that dot info it's or no uh, I can't remember the SideQuest yep, SideQuest.info. It is dot yep, info. That's right. Yeah, so SideQuest.info, you can find all of the games that are crowdfunding throughout November as part of SideQuest 2021. Um, some folks are on Kickstarter, some folks are on Itch, um, like I am. Um, but yeah, a great way to support the indie scene and just find a, a wealth of amazing, uh, awesome and varied games. Uh, you can find the rest of my games on Breathing Stories, or one word, uh, breathingstories.itch.io. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter quite frequently, perhaps too frequently, uh, at ink underscore and underscore stories. And I just tweet a lot of tabletop related things on there. Now, when I go through and edit this, I'm going to have to look that up and follow you. <laughs> so, so if you see <laughs> Logar the Barbarian, I'm going to be, because I don't think I'm following you on Twitter yet. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, you, I don't know. That that name sounds familiar. You might be, or I might be following you. We'll, we'll find out. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's all we have time for. And once again, you can follow us at wobbliesandwizards.com or on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards and keep those dice rolling.